Hello everyone, my name is Pedro Graterol and this is Notes, a podcast about everything. When you think of a stereotypical classical music composer, there is always an archetype that comes to mind. The usual idea is sort of like a portrait of an old European upper-class man with a wig and riding with a quill. Of course, this profile fits for several composers, Bach, Vivaldi, Mozart. However, this idea also comes tangled into several sociological factors that favored people that looked like them. But many people that didn't fit the mold were great composers of classical music. And one of the nice trends of this century is that those composers are finally getting recognition. Some of them include people like Coleridge Taylor or Alma Mahler. Today, we're going to talk about Rebecca Clark. Rebecca Thatcher Clark was born in Harrow, England, in August of 1886. She was the daughter of Joseph Clark, an American living in England. Her mom was Agnes Helfrich, and she had three siblings. Her father turned out to be a very influential figure for her life, but in all of the wrong ways. He forced all of his kids to play instruments so that he could have sort of a personal chamber music ensemble. Her formal musical studies began in the Royal Academy of London. However, they were cut short when one of her teachers proposed marriage. It was a very different time back then. Her dad quickly withdrew her from the institution and objected to her interest in composition. However, Charles Villers Stanford, a famous Irish composer, heard her work and accepted her into the Royal College of Music in 1907. She was the first female student to ever be accepted. When she turned 24, Clark had a very convoluted argument with her father, which led to her being thrown out of her house. But even though it sounds hard, this allowed her to complete her education without further trouble. She joined several ensembles and created some of the very first all-female ensembles in modern classical music history, and was the very first woman to play viola in the Queen's Hall Orchestra. So her achievements as a violist are quite important for the history of classical music. Although her career as a performer is very important, her most famous achievements are as a composer. Her most famous works are her piano trio and her viola sonata, which actually I'm currently putting together. There is a funny story about the viola sonata. It won second prize at the Elizabeth Spark Coolidge competition. The competition required all pieces to be submitted with pseudonyms, and a piece by Ernst Bloch won the first time. Clark's piece was under the pseudonym Anthony Trent. The judges thought that Clark's sonata was maybe by Robel or by Bax, two important composers of the time. They were amazed when they learned that it was written by a woman. Some even rumored that Rebecca Clark was Ernst Bloch's alter ego. Most of her work wasn't published and has been found in recent years, which has made her music a new staple, especially among violists, because the instrument is featured a lot in her music. Clark retired from performing and composing in 1944 once she married James Friskin, a Juilliard professor. She continued working with some arrangements, but not new music, and died in 1979. 
Clerk's story is an example that all composers don't fit the mold, and that we need to also support composers outside of the mainstream, because their music matters too. Thank you for listening, all sources are in the description, this was Notes, see you next episode. Thank you.